Hello, my name is Leslie Kane. I am the host of the Why Not Today podcast. This is a podcast to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often did say, why not today? Um, I am based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C., and thanks for joining us today. So my guest today, and I always say I'm excited about my guests, and I am always excited, but my guest today um, kind of started in talking about her being guests several years ago, and I'll never forget, I was walking out by my house and ran into a friend of mine. He's like, I want to be on your podcast. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what have you done courageous? And he was like, I don't know, but you need to talk to Mina. And he was telling me, so my guest today is Mina Lux. And he was telling me about your story of your traveling. And so I reached out to you and it was literally a year or so, cause you were going through a lot of life. Yeah. I mean, come to find out you literally like, I can throw a a rock from my door and hit your house. That's how close you live to me now. And we met several years ago at a chamber. I remember, I do distinctly remember one Christmas, right before Christmas, coming into your office mm -hmm. and chatting with you and just talking about downtime. And I just, I don't know, I felt a connection there. And then, um, you know, you being here and walks and life happening and really have connected with you. And I'm super excited to finally have you as a guest on the podcast. And you did an, an adventure. And we will talk about that and some of your purge stories. So, Miss Mina Lux, introduce yourself quickly with like a fast and a, about your bio and a fast fun fact. Okay. Um, so, thank you, Leslie. I'm so excited. Um, I really enjoyed uh, watching our friendship uh, grow over the last couple of years, and it's it's been a long time coming to to get to this point. So, I'm excited. Yeah. We're finally connecting. Um, it's awesome. Um, fun. Uh, a little bit about me. I've been in this area most of my life since I was nine. I kind of grew up in Springfield. I've been in Reston for a couple decades now. Um, and uh, so native Virginia, uh, Virginia and had a little bit of a, an unusual background, which will kind of tie into my story. But a fun fact is that I think I was a really angry youth. I didn't realize it, but I was a metalhead. First concert okay. I went to with Judas Priest. <laughs> And oh wow! Look at me and never think that. No, never in a million years would think that. <laughs> That's fun. All right, so let's talk about courage. What does courage mean to you? So courage to me means you know really following that intuition. You get that gut. You get that little instinct of a pull towards something that's usually very uncomfortable or just makes no sense. You're like, I don't know why, but I think I need to do this. And not having, you know, not taking the time to like talk yourself out and be like, okay, I'm going to be led by that feeling and that intuition and see where this goes. I feel like courage just requires that of us to really attune into what is next for us and start going for it and figuring out where it's going to land. <laughs> yeah. So believe in that and just trusting that gut that tells you to do something. Yeah. And I have found really in my life basically has followed that path, but really with this podcast, like it is leading me to people in conversations and who would have known that conversation I had with, we'll call him out in case he listens to it, Raj, which is a whole nother crazy coincidence. Um, <laughs> but whoever would have known that that conversation would have led to, you know, not just you as a guest as a podcast, but reconnecting as friends. And we've yeah. been through a journey together in the last couple of years. And yeah. just so following that gut, like, and I did keep reaching out to you. You just kept popping up in my head. It wasn't yeah. that I was stalking you to go for a walk or to see you, but when you popped in my head and I've really tried to be true to that in my world, when I think of somebody mm -hmm. to reach out to them. Yeah. And to, that, sorry, go ahead. 
And I was going to say, and I think that's courage to not like get in your head and say, well, they're going to think I'm stalking them. I'm bugging them. I'm like, I just felt like we had, we had a connection. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I, what I loved about the perseverance in, in that, um, a not stalking feeling at all, <laughs> I felt very cared for, you know, and I was going through a tough time in my life and was kind of more of an introvert and just taking some time to, to figure myself out and you reaching out on a periodic, but nice spaced out. I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm still in her world and I still matter to this person that I'm just getting to know. And so it was just, it was a beautiful way to show, um, and to feel cared for by your, by your not getting into your head of like, well, she not really responding you knew yeah. i was going through something and you were just giving me the i didn't i didn't really know really the whole what thing was. What was going yeah. on yeah and right. so I think, yeah that's absolutely courage hold watch listen to that intuition listen mm-hmm. to that voice i always say listen to the first voice not the second voice that talks you out of the first voice yes do the thing and you know why not today yeah. so let's talk about your adventure i mean i know you've done courageous things you have a business and mention that synergy is it synergy design synergy design and construction yeah okay. design build firm right yeah. here you don't it. look like a construction girl <laughs> <laughs> you glamour girl so but you did had an adventure so let's talk about that and what how do you want to sh- you know what motivates you to do that and let's talk about the adventure and what you learned through the adventure and I'll kind of tie in how it ties to me. And I always talk about my dad and it definitely ties into my dad. So. Perfect. Yeah. So, um, so my adventure, well, you know, this adventure, I should say started back in around 2019, I was um, turning about to turn 50. So I think I was just really looking at my life and looking at what was going on for me. You know, they talk about midlife crisis. I didn't feel like it was a crisis, but I just really started looking inward and saying, you know, am I happy uh, in the relationship, the marriage that I was in at that time? Am I happy with my business and where it's where and how it's showing up right now? Um, and I didn't have any answers. I just knew that I was kind of frustrated and wasn't sure what to do. And I was out to dinner with my husband at the time. And it, it was something that, you know, I'll talk a lot about spirit or whatever. I feel like spirit just came right out of my mouth. I said, I, I said, I don't know. I just feel like I need to take a couple months and drive across the country by myself or something. And it literally came out and I was like, who said that? (laughs) I haven't been thinking about this my entire life. Like it wasn't something that was like written down in my goal or my journal. Not your bucket list. No, it just shot out of my mouth. And, uh, and next thing you know, you know, the next day he he asked me, he's like, so have you figured out when you're leaving? Cause he knows me when I get my mind to something, I kind of just do it. Um, and I was like, yeah, I think, I think this October, uh, it was 2019. I was like, I think, uh, leaving the end of the beginning of October and, and then coming back right before the holiday would be perfect. And so that's what I did. And, uh, 2019, like October, uh, whatever the first Monday in October was, I hit the road and, and it was so what a perfect time in the world to oh, have God. done that. Not if you would have waited, it would have been a whole different world. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, I came yeah. back at the very end of it and COVID hit. Like I just hadn't, it was literally right before COVID happened. So how much time between when you blurted out, I want to cross, go cross country till you got in your car and left. Um, and you're running a business too, like yeah. pulling yourself out of a business. Exactly. We were running the business together. We have a very strong team. And so I knew that I could, uh, you know, log in remotely and and be a part of client meetings if needed. But I also knew I was very supported by the team. And Mark knew that, uh, you know, my husband at the time knew I needed to to follow my follow what was leading to me and and, uh, leading me in that direction. So, you know, he supported that decision as well, even though it meant kind of uncertainty for us. 
Yeah. Um, so how long between when you made the decision and when you got in the road? It was like three weeks, four weeks, within a month. Yeah. Okay. And, and was, go I was going to say, did you plan it ahead or you just jump in the car and go? Yeah. So I planned it ahead. And um, okay. of course me, I'm an entrepreneur. So I turned, I first started turning it into a work thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm going, I love, we were just talking about, I love videos and I love interviews and I love that type of stuff. So I brought my camera with me, a bunch of outfits, and I decided I was going to go around the country and interview women construction uh, owners, you know, oh, other wow. people like me. So I'm like, oh, I'll just do like some video, like not podcasts, but just interviews. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but that's a great thing to do. So I started charting my course. I'm like, oh, I'll go up the East Coast and go visit so-and-so up in Boston. You know, I just, I, I found a couple people kind of around the country and just started kind of spacing them out of what I thought I would do. Um, so yeah, it, it was a little bit of planning in that regard of just like where okay. I was going to be when at least the first couple. And I was like, oh, I'll you, figure out the rest. Did you reach out to friends? Did you stay with friends? Did you stay in hotels? Did you have a camper? It was a combination. I wish I had had a camper back then. Um, but uh, it was a lot of Airbnb, some hotels, and then some camping. So when I got over on the West Coast, I love to camp. So I brought my tent and that type of stuff. So I camped as much as I could. But it was October. So, you know, going yeah. straight straight up into the Boston and Maine area was was chilly. So I and, and yes, I did stay with friends. There was a, a former employee used to be a carpenter of ours. lives up in upstate New York. So I stayed with him. You know, as people started understanding what I was doing on Facebook and everything, I just started getting these uh, these uh, invitations left and right. Oh, if you're coming my way, you know, and so then sometimes I would like go their way. I'm like, OK, I'll go stay with this person. Wow. So I just started having a life of its own. Did you stay in places very long? Um, there you're were, gone. So you're gone three months. Uh, two months. I two planned months. Okay. on three, but I did it in two. And and it was funny just to circle back. I ended up not. I did like one or two interviews with people, and I realized this isn't about work. You know, this is this is for me. You know, this is a yeah. once in a lifetime. Not many people get a chance to do this. So I I had I put my camera equipment in the trunk. I was like, I don't I don't. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna follow my heart and follow where I was being led, um, which was right. work related. Um, so yeah, I ended up going to, um, friends, I ended up staying in Sedona for almost 10 days. I fell in love with that. I love yeah. the, the, the West coast. So I went up to, um, well, part of, part of the journey too, what I started realizing is I wanted to go to a lot of places that I was little, because I said, I, I grew up in Springfield since I was nine, but before that I lived in eight places before the age of, 10. I was going to say, wasn't there a story about your mom and her travels? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I had a very unusual upbringing. My mother, uh, I never knew my dad and my mother was a hippie. Literally, I was conceived at Woodstock. <laughs> so, oh, <wow. laughs> um, And so one of her many, many jobs and I grew up or I was born on the West Coast. So I lived in a lot of different places over there um, in Missouri, Oklahoma, like I said, eight places before the age of 10. So I and she she was a long haul truck driver as one of her one of her last um, her last career or whatever and uh, she wow. had had died in an accident at a particular bridge so I went to the bridge where she passed you know and and let that go through and allow myself to grieve and and really kind of delve into that part of my life um, and my connection to her and disconnection because that was a long time ago. Um, so it became a real big healing journey for me. Um, Did you start out thinking it was going to be that way? No, I thought I was going to interview women. <laughs> <better>. <laughs> 
Isn't amazing how that happens? Oh my God, the path just totally opened up and changed for me. Um, and I felt and so loved and supported by the people that were reaching out and, and giving me a free place to stay, you know, right after I went to that bridge. My friend's like, oh, my friend's got a, a, a beach condo in Oregon. You can just use that because it's all season and, and was gifted this place to stay for three nights. It just allowed me to, again, process and go into a deeper level of, of all that pain that needed to be processed. And you were working through the courage of the intuition too, that we talked about in the very beginning. Yeah. yeah. Like just being led mm -hmm. and yeah, you planned it, but isn't that interesting how we have a plan and then God throws it up in the air and says, I'm going to take you this way instead. Exactly. Totally shifts the plan and yeah. the open up of people. And I think when you're open, then people are very generous. Yes, so much so. They, it's like that energy is met, you know, it's like you're open. So then the 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 past just kind of opens up and people meet you where you are. Um, I mm -hmm. stayed with people and in places that I never would have if I'd been on my work journey that I had started it yeah. out, you know. That's so true. We need to let go and yeah. and fill our cup. And that's yeah. one of the things I've been talking about a lot with people is we need to fill our cup. We are just exhausted yeah. surviving. Yeah. And after the last three years of really surviving and having to recreate businesses and do so many different things. And I think people are looking at, okay, what's next yeah. and what can I do? And I've, I've thought about this trip adventure many times <laughs> um, when I was 16 years old, I don't know what, and what possessed my father to do this or my parents, but they bought an RV uh -huh. and we went cross country for five weeks. Five. Now, yeah. That's crazy enough. He owned his own business, so he could work on the road. And it's funny how much I'm so much like him because the last few years I have done not necessarily travel cross country, but literally we had some stops of places um, where he grew up in California and different things. So that was where he was from. But a lot of it was like we would get up in the morning and we would grab the then camper book. He promised my mother that we would stay in hotels majority of the time. But we actually, I think we stayed in one or two, stayed mm -hmm. in the camper. Now, the other really crazy thing about the story, and I need to interview my mother on this about this, is there were five of us kids at that point. My youngest sister, the first four of us, I was 16, so Chris was 12. Amanda, or Catherine, Amanda wasn't born yet. Catherine was five weeks old when we left. Five weeks? Five weeks. Wow. She spent the first five to 10 weeks of her life on the road in the camper. Wow. Is that crazy? And it, I didn't appreciate it. Like the fact that my dad took five weeks from work to go on a road trip with us. And literally we would get the camper book out when we woke up because we were teenagers mm -hmm. and pick where we wanted to go stay because based on what pools and what amenities they had. And then yeah. we'd stop at early afternoon and my dad would go to the payphone mm -hmm. and start working. Um, but so many cool lessons and looking back that I thought I really want to duplicate it. I actually, after Raj told me about you that night, I went to bed and I made a list of the why not today road trip. Oh, wow. And all the places, oh, and I God. know people all over the country, all the places I wanted to go and see, and eventually I'm going to have to do it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. But I always wanted somebody to go with me, but I'm thinking it's probably got to be a solo journey. It's it's nice to be able to do that. You know, it really is to just to kind of have that time for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I love getting in the car and driving. So all right. So lessons learned. Oh, lessons learned. Or your yeah. favorite places, your favorite people, or 
So one of the Did things- Did you make new friends that you never knew? And are you still connected to people on the road? Well, yeah. So you know, a couple questions there. So my favorite place I'll share, it was, I decided to go when I hit California to a number of the places that I'd lived. And so I went to this one place, it's called Sunset Beach. It's right near Huntington Beach, right, at, right in LA. And I pulled up, I, I just found the place. Like I looked online to figure out what it looked like. I remembered it in my mind because it was my happiest childhood memories. And I just pulled up and something and I went to the beach I just started crying because I just felt that energy I was like oh my god I remember these you know uh volleyball nets in the sand right. type of thing. just knew I was in the right place and then I walked directly to my house that I had not seen since I was seven years old like I just went right to it um so that was my favorite place I ended up staying there for two nights in a hotel and like ended up going to this little bar that was in this little community and I'm you know I had a drink for mom you know with the locals and so it was really really cool um lessons learned oh my god uh again obviously following your following your gut and that type of thing allowing yourself to to be really um open to whatever happens and to allow yourself to put yourself out there. Cause I could have done this very quietly, but I went ahead and put it on social media, you know, and I'm not a big social media person. I don't post a lot. Um, but I said, you know what, I'm putting it out there and that's what opened the doors for me. And so, yeah, somebody that I didn't know that well, I knew of her and we had met at networking events is Sam Horn. who's like a author of a bazillion books. She's extremely famous. Um, oh, and she was like, oh my God, if you come to Colorado, come and stay with me. And I stayed with her for two days. She opened up her home. We went out to dinner. She gave me writing tips on how to write a book. And I mean, it was, she was just so generous. And so, you know, it just, I had that happen over and over and right. over. I might need her contact information for my podcast. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. There's yeah. no words. No words. People, people are very generous and people want to help and yeah. but we don't ask. Yeah. And so being open to asking and I love that you put it on social and you know, I hate, love and hate social media that I didn't even know about any of this. Mm-hmm. No idea all these things were happening. Right. I know. It's, 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 it's connection, but then it's not. So it's like, how do you ever gather enough information? You just wait for the algorithms to put the right thing in your feed. So it's a, it's a little odd, yeah. the whole thing, but exactly. So on your, I don't want to talk about bad things, but did you have any struggles or anything that took the courage to plow yeah, through for you? Yeah, I think it was it was an interesting time in my life. And we can go back to kind of when when we met and I was kind of, you know, going through it that we kind of hinted at, you know, I came back from the trip and then COVID hit uh, very shortly thereafter. Um, And so I just kind of went back into my life, you know, went back into my business, went back into my marriage and just said, okay, I feel better because I just did all this healing. So it's like, okay, then then everything must be fine because I just kind of went back to life as it was, especially when COVID hit, because it was just like, oh, my God, the world's ending. Like, what's happening here? Um, so it took me a couple more years to realize, oh no, it, it, I, it, I do actually need to make a, cho- a choice and a, and a decision to, to leave the relationship. Um, and then actually put more energy back into my business. So I ended up, um, you know, getting a divorce and that's when we met and was kind of going through that process and then purchasing them out of the company running synergy. You know, we've had this for 15 years. And I've been running it for myself now a year and a half. And, Honestly, we've never been doing better. The team is incredible. The clients are incredible. And I just have this whole new life and energy to me, um, really being able to kind of uh, steer it the way in the direction that I want based on the foundation that we've created together. So it really all ended up 
uh, in the end, great for everybody, but it took me a couple years to figure it out, even after my trip, because I just kind of went right back into that old cycle. So the hardest part, that second level courage was making a choice to leave that relationship, um, you know, kind of in the eyes of everybody, a lot of people in Reston know us and right. know of our journey and knew of my trip. And, and then two years later to say, oh, no, I actually am leaving. Like it was it was a little odd. And uh, that took probably the most courage I've ever had in my life was to was to make that choice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And but we and all I, good. <laughs> Both and, of and I can see how happy you are mm -hmm. and how much you love your business. And, you know, those of us that own our own businesses, we do love our business and we love to work. And, you know, one day I reached out to you and it had been a Sunday, I think, and you said you went to the office and just worked till late into the night. And mm -hmm. that's when we love what we do and we have that passion. We want to work. It's um, not work. It's, it's really not. It's and our, I have a good friend of mine that works for the school system. And mm -hmm. people that work like in that nine to five, that whatever hours, yeah, they don't get it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, yeah, I work seven days a week, but I can take three hours off on a Tuesday. And, you know, I have that flexibility and mm -hmm. I love what I do and it's fun to me and yeah. you can tell it's fun for you. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love the flexibility of being able to get my hair done on a Tuesday in the middle of the day. Or if I need to go to the grocery store, there's no lines because I'm not in the evening. Well, there used to be a lot more flexibility or a lot more a lot more ease in doing things on during the week but now it seems yeah. like everybody is out all the time there's nobody that works in northern Virginia it looks like fair enough fair enough yeah. so anything else you want to share about your trip or well, I will tell you. So uh, I think it's fun in that when I when I got over to the West Coast as part of my trip, I love going down the Pacific Coast Highway. So the whole California. Thing. Yeah. We did and that in a 25 foot RV, by the way. 25. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and at 16, I drove a lot. My mom drove for 45 minutes and my dad and I drove the rest of the time. Oh, and I wow. Was We've just had got a great, my driver's license. A great experience then. You, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a great driver, I'm sure, because of that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when I was over there, I was like, I love this, but I, I was kind of on a time schedule. I had to go like to meet somebody else that had invited me or whatever. So I'm like, I'm coming back here and like renting a camper and really spending some time on the West Coast. So I actually did that just a few weeks ago, right around the holidays. I uh, flew over to California, rented a camper and uh, spent uh, 10 days over there. Um, visiting a friend and then going out to Yosemite and just really enjoying myself. And, and so that was kind of a bucket list of promise that I had made to myself. And I got so inspired because I've always loved camping. I'm, you know, always usually in a tent and everything, but I came back. I'm like, all right, I'm getting myself a little camper. So I literally just bought a like a oh, did you? two person camper. It's one of those teardrop campers. I can uh, tie it or tug it behind my Jeep, which was another thing that I purchased last year. So just finding that new uh, that new energy and what really lights me up. So I'm excited. Yeah, I have a nice little camper that I can camp out in the weekends. I can't wait for the nice weather. And oh, fun. Yeah. Well, I'm not a camper, but maybe you'll convince me to try it sometime. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, well, how would you encourage somebody else to go on the trip for do the things to listen to their intuition, to be yeah. courageous and say, why not today? Yeah, I, I think because it's it's... <laughs> I'm being, I'm thinking right now of the, the movie, The Matrix. <laughs> it's I've like, never seen that. I need to see that. Well, you're given a choice. The guy's given a choice uh, very early on of going one direction or another. And, and the guy who's offering the choice says, well, you know, you know, kind of where this one takes you. You're welcome to continue down this path or you can go 
to this one that doesn't. So I think the courage or if it's a trip or if it's just taking a path that you haven't been, it's a little bit more uncomfortable, but yet it feels right to you or there's this, this pull, um, you know where, where you're at, you know where that ends, quote unquote. So go that right. other path. And I think that's always been kind of a, a, not a motto, but I think it's kind of helped push me along when something instead of just staying in my cocoon say oh but it's really comfortable right now it's like no let me just go and find out where this leads and it's kind of scary but it's exciting and let's figure it out and just know that you're held by um friends family you know the energies that surround you in your life here and beyond quite frankly and isn't it so true that when we walk out of that comfort zone and do the things that are a little scary that there's always blessings behind it always Oh, you just never know. And if you stay in the little cocoon and don't try anything, you're missing out in so many blessings. I often quote Daniel Pink, who wrote a book about regrets. Mm -hmm. And um, he talked about, we you rarely regret something you did. We always yeah. regret the things we didn't do. And so just do it. And, you know, I always play the game in my head. What's the worst thing that can happen? Exactly. You know, when I quit my job, it was like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? You know, right. the Mary Kay business didn't work and I'd have to get another job. And that was yeah. four years ago. Right. So, you know, starting the podcast, doing the things. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes, you know, and I know the struggle's real for people. Sometimes the why not today is getting out of bed. Yeah, I've been and, there. <laughs> and there's blessings behind it. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, mental just, health is no joke. And sometimes we get to those those cycles in our lives that are really, you know, really have us go within in and go digging and, and kind of get through that pain. But on the other side is that that freedom and that that, you know, it's it's almost like the seasons, you know. And I think that's one thing about my trip, I'll say. So I got to experience all four seasons in two months. You know, I got the wow. snow, I got the weather, I got the Arizona heat, you know, that whole thing. Mm -hmm really got connected to how much um we're living in this the cycle of of life and the, and that the seasons include our internal experience oh, absolutely in the outer world yeah so, i heard someone the other day saying you know you're either in a you know you're in a growing a reaping mm -hmm. uh, you know there's a time you know winter time it's cold i'm not a big outdoor person and you know i find i kind of go in and stay in and do some projects in the house and other things that you put off right. when it's nice out i'm not gonna be in my house Right, right. And so taking the time to work on us yes. is so necessary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. ah, so I love all the courage and all your stories. I know you got lots of things we could talk about otherwise, but we're just going to leave it at that. So I always talk, when I do these, I always try to trace it back to my dad. And yeah. he said, you've never done my, didn't know my dad. Um, yeah. And most people are like, I don't know, didn't know your dad, heard of them, or I didn't know him. But so lots of things you said, first of all, I remember that day at Christmas, I came to visit you in your office and you kind of gave me the little tour. There's somebody you worked with. He's mm -hmm. like, you introduced me with Leslie Kane. He's like, I know your dad or <laughs> knew your dad. I don't know if he was still alive. He may have been alive at that point, but mm -hmm. somebody that worked with my dad years ago. So my dad's um, background was actually architecture. Mm -hmm. That's what he went to school for. Yeah. Um, he ended up doing more city planning, but so you definitely have that connection. Um, obviously the trip that he did this adventure yeah. with us <laughs> and he grew up in california oh, okay he grew up in la and i remember on our trip going to huntington beach and driving oh. past there and it was summertime but i remember going in the ocean and it was like it was freezing um <laughs> and then also just the remote working part of the trip that yeah. was so much like what he did and yeah. and you know not having a plan which i love well and i love that his remote working was like way before it's time yeah like, 
you can just picture him at a payphone, you know, doing business like that is. Just- yeah, he was so ahead. If you look back, so ahead of his time, because when I was 10, my grandfather passed away Okay. in California. And literally, I remember coming home from school and my mom's like, pack your bags. We're going to California. And my dad was on a trip. And actually, we met him at the bottom of the hill in the cab and he jumped in the car and we all went to the airport and we went to California and that was in October. We stayed there until March. Oh, wow. March, I think. Um, We stayed in my grandfather's house to settle the estate. And honestly, my parents, my dad wanted to move back to California. And that was his goal. But he, my mom stayed there with us kids, which I remember he, (laughs) it was funny. She has four kids. There were only four of us at that point. And like literally packed suitcases. So she went to Toys R Us and popped the trunk open and it was like Christmas. <laughs> I love but it. oh my gosh, we had so many fun adventures being there, but he flew back and forth because his business was all over and he worked remotely from there. And then I remember being his kids, we'd go on trips. We didn't necessarily go on spring break. They just pull us out of school and we'd go on trips. If he had, he had a job in Maine. So we all went to Maine and I remember going to L.L. Bean in the middle of the night. You know, because right. you go shopping in the middle of the night. So yeah, we just jumped in the car and whenever we just traveling. Yeah, he did remote work long before remote work. Right. Yeah. What a great, what a great foundation for you. Like, what a great just you know upbringing that you had. And I know everybody has their challenges. I'm not by any means oh, yeah. saying perfect childhood, but I, at the same time, it's like what a great foundation and what a roadmap he gave you so early in life. That's uh, such a, ble- again, back to the blessings. Yes, so, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, as I'm getting older and realizing the things, and as I'm doing this podcast and talking about him more, mm-hmm. it's just really eye-opening that I am very much like him and following a path. And yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do that trip one of these days. So, yeah. well, thank you for being our guest. Um, if anybody listening, watching, um, please go subscribe, especially I heard the other day that if you subscribe to Apple, uh, the podcast on Apple, it helps the numbers, but review it, rate it, share it with a friend. We're starting to do some fun things locally. If you're listening from Northern Virginia area, we I'm kicking off Why Not Connects Lunch on Thursday. And my first guest is Miss Mina Lux teaching about feng shui. Yay. <laughs> um, and I'm going to do some other things to gather people and connect and build community. And then maybe take it on the road. Maybe that's my road trip. Ooh, um, I love it. I do have Why Not Today t-shirts and cups. If anybody wants any, you can find them on the website, which is just whynottodaypodcast.com. And keep coming back. We are now on a weekly episode. And I think I'm going to start adding one week with just me sharing lessons I've learned through this process. So right. thanks again, Mina, for being my guest. And thank you for everybody for listening and watching the Why Not Today podcast. And as I always say, why not today?